Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ray was off at least five shots of Hennessy in that video where he was challenging him to the fight. What's good? What's happening? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of DX Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Hip Hop DX, and here's where we keep you updated on everything that's happening in hip hop music culture. I'm one of your lovely hosts, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host, A-Dub. And it is Friday. The weekend is finally here. I feel like the energy this weekend is, is very vibrant. Yeah, I feel like that too. I feel like everybody's looking forward to the weekend. It's a lot to get into and do. So it's exciting. Okay, so let's talk about what's been happening. Freddie Gibbs versus Dr. Umar. This might really be a thing now. There's apparently a $5 million wager out here that's been placed and we might see Freddie Gibbs face off against Umar. Hmm. I'd love to see it, in the words <laughs> of Monique. Now, Megan Thee Stallion has announced that she has a new collaboration with Popeyes, and she's releasing a hot sauce, or a hottie sauce, should I say. Also, Alicia Keys and Kehlani have posed for the cover of Rolling Stone. 50 Cent is still at it with Little Kim, and they're back and forth. And also, it's New Music Friday. Of course, we got to talk about these releases. So let's get down to it. But first, you know, we got to give our disclaimer, follow the podcast. If you're on Spotify right now, Podbeam, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whichever app, just hit that follow button for us. Do us that one favor. We don't ask for much. <laughs> now let's really get down to it. Okay, so let's start off with Freddie Gibbs versus Umar, the saga. Not the saga. <laughs> it's a saga at this point because initially Freddie Gibbs was on Mike Tyson's podcast, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. And somehow or another, the, the subject of Dr. Umar got brought up. I believe they were talking about interracial dating. And of course, Dr. Umar is kind of infamous at this point for his stance against interracial dating. That's been a big subject of discussion when it comes to Umar. So here's what they said in that interview and how Umar was even brought up in the first place. There was some good ones. Yeah, white girls in the 80s was good. Had the big hair and shit. Michelle Pfeiffer and all that type shit. Doc, Dr. Umar gonna get mad at us for talking about white girls. <laughs> Who's Dr. Umar? You never heard of Dr. Umar? He doesn't like white people or black people talking about white people? He don't like white people. Huh? He don't like white people. So what's his problem? I don't know, man. He's just a righteous black. I mean, he got some cool ideas, but you know but why? That, but if he, like have, if he have hate in it, it can't be cool. That shit ain't cool. That part of it ain't cool. None of it's cool. There's any hate involved, it can't be cool. I don't care if it's, if it's dictation rhymes and it sounds right, it can't be cool. I can't cool believe though. you ain't never heard of Dr. Umar. You should have Dr. Umar come on this motherfucker. That'd be tight. No, I'm not cool. <laughs> I, I, I gotta see Dr. Umar's work and stuff. He just don't like, you know, uh, interracial dating, man, which is stupid to me. Yeah, you know? Then who is he? Who is he? Who is he to have that thought? 
Who is he to have that opinion? I guess and make he, sure, man, and think that it counts. I guess hit the niggas a doctor. I don't know, man. Shit, I just be looking at shit, laughing at some of the shit. It's funny to me. You know yeah, I can dig it. I guess so. <laughs> so, first of all, Freddie Gibbs, that was a, not an accurate of description of who Doctor Umar is. Yeah. Now he is against interracial dating, but to say that he hates white people, I think was. A bit of an overstatement. It is. A little bit. <laughs> a, a tad bit of an overstatement. But Freddie, I don't think he expected to have to explain the concept of Dr. Umar to Mike Tyson. Because it's kind of hard to explain to somebody that doesn't see Dr. Umar, doesn't really know who he is and the type of rhetoric that he puts out on social media and everything like that. So I thought it was already doomed off rip just based off Freddie's description. And then, you know, Michael, Michael Tyson, I said that like I knew him way back in the day. Mike Tyson um, doesn't, he doesn't play anything that's even considered bullying, hatred or any of that type of thing nowadays. So he was automatically against the idea of Dr. Umar when Freddie brought him up. But Dr. Umar caught wind of all of this and responded. So what did he say? If I can't get Bernard Hopkins, North Philadelphia's own, I want Floyd Mayweather to train me five rounds i got mike tyson on the height i got a height advantage i got a height advantage. i'm gonna watch some of them old fights i got a height at no fifty dollars no sir you ain't paying no fifty dollars to see me put my life on the line them tickets is at least 250. <laughs> nosebleed is 250. nosebleed tickets to see iron mike and dr umar 250. So initially it started with Umar versus Mike Tyson. Umar was going to jump in the ring with Mike. Um, he wanted to charge two fifty a pop for the tickets to the event. Mm-hmm. First off, I think that's pretty good, a pretty decent pricing because you already know Dr. Umar is going to die in this fight. So I, I feel like two fifty was a good price range for that. That was Umar's initial response to the whole interview. Then Freddie Gibbs came back around and he challenged Umar to a fight. Umar. Soft as hell. Dr. Umar, he gonna try to pick a fight with Mike Tyson because that's a political uh, move for the internet. But you never said you want to fight Freddie Kane. Mike Tyson, they gonna fight your fat ass, man. You fat as fuck, bro. You cannot fuck with Tyson or your rest or your, with the, with never. I will, listen, Dr. Umar, I got love for Dr. Umar. Dr. Umar, I will whoop your ass in the first round. First of all, Freddie is faded. That's number one. <laughs> he was slurring his words, but he's basically down to uh, beat up Dr. Umar. Um, and he said he's willing to do it for $5 million. Do you think they'll be able to obtain this money to get this fight off the ground? Do you think they'll be able to make this happen? We're seeing so many other celebrity boxing matches and different pair-ups. Mm-hmm. Do you think Freddie Gibbs versus Dr. Umar warrants $5 million? I don't think their names are that big enough to do the five million bid. They could get maybe two million, maybe one million a piece or something like that. But I think they can get it. But the only thing is Mike Tyson would have to be at the fight. So, yeah, Freddie versus Umar on the undercard. They can put someone else like another like freedom fighter against a rapper. Maybe like Mark Lamont Hill versus Lil Uzi or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you know, put them on the undercard and yeah. then let it be known that Mike Tyson is going to be front row at the fight. And then boom, I think that's at least five million right there. Oh yeah. If you bring Mike Tyson into this deal, then mm-hmm. you could really, you know, up that price and it could work. For sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Who do you think will win this fight though? I mean Is your I- money on Freddie Gibbs or is it on Umar? I would do Freddie, but if he was like in the right state. 
Because Freddie was off at least five shots of Hennessy in that video where he was challenging him to the fight. Clearly. So I'm like, if you're not inebriated, you may have a chance, but if you're going to come up, you know, not thinking you got it in the bag, yada, yada. He could just, Dadu Mark could hit one hook and <laughs> it's, nice, it's nice out. See, now in the video, also Freddie had his shirt off. So I can see that he was extremely fit. The abs was popping. I saw it, Freddie. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like he has a lot of strength behind him, even if he is sober. But I feel like Umar is the type to play dirty. Like he might scratch Freddie's eyes out or something before he Ooh. sees it coming. Yeah. So then he might be able to get him like that. You know, scratch the eyes out real quick. Kick the back of his knee, make him fall down, boom, stomp him out. I think Umar could get it if he plays dirty. Mm -hmm. But just strength versus strength, pound for pound, I would have to put my money on Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, we're so into this now, like it has to happen so we can like (laughs) see who is right with this one. I feel like we really need this to happen, but Mm -hmm. I also feel like uh, once Freddie woke up from that hangover the next day, (laughs) he was probably like, Man, I probably shouldn't have said all that. Right. What I get myself into. <laughs> he didn't call Dr. Umar fat. He fat shamed him. He said he'll whoop his behind. Mm-hmm. He said Umar trying to fight Mike Tyson was politically correct. Yeah. I, I, I want to see if this goes any further. If this really comes to pr- fruition. Yeah. Same here. We got to see this one. Okay. Next up, let's talk about Megan Thee Stallion. She's out here making more big moves. Foot continuing to be on everyone's neck despite all adversity. Now, her latest deal is a collaboration with Popeyes. Yeah, we've seen and we talked about uh, like Travis Scott and Saweetie getting these McDonald's meals. And Popeyes is one of the latest food chains to bring a celebrity endorsement in, if you will, on something they already have. But this one's a new thing with Megan Thee Stallion. Right. It's a spicy and sweet hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be offered as a dipping sauce on top of the Popeyes chicken sandwich. And you know how people got about these Popeye's chicken sandwiches when they first came out. Oh, yes. I mean, lines wrapped around the corner. They were ruining traffic patterns, messing up traffic, having it backed up into the street. People were getting beat up. It was really ridiculous. Um, It was a sketch straight out of the boondocks Mm -hmm. over (laughs) these Popeye's chicken sandwiches. It was crazy. So now Megan Thee Stallion is going to be adding to that with this hot sauce, which is going to be called Hottie Sauce, actually. Which is the perfect name for a meal, a sauce, but making a stallion. Yeah. And in beginning on October 19th, you know, customers nationwide will be able to get this sauce on their sandwiches. And it's being described as a sweet and bold sauce with a hint of spice inspired by Megan's sassy personality. And this is according to the press release for it. And they're also saying it tastes like it's like a mix of honey, cider vinegar, and Aleppo pepper. Ooh, sounds spicy. That sounds spicy. I'm here for it, man. These brand deals, I congratulate any rapper, artist, musician that's able to lock down these brand deals outside of the music. They need these other sources of income. They need to keep these checks flowing. You know, shows are not what they once were Mm pre-pandemic. So anytime I see a rapper snag a brand deal, I'm like, yes, get that money. Stick them up. And I think this brand deal is so unique because um, despite, well, it's, Including her having the hottie sauce, um, she did an episode of Hot Ones yeah. with Complex, and it was it dropped on the same day that she dropped the sauce. Mm-hmm. So that episode is sponsored by Popeyes, and then she's also doing like merch with Popeyes as well for this hot sauce. You better get to the bag, Sally. Yes, ma'am. Miss Tina Snow, get to the <laughs> coins, man. This has really been the year of the hustle for some of these artists, and mm-hmm. I just applaud it. I love to see it. Speaking of hustling and artists and people that I'm proud of, Kehlani and Alicia Keys are on the cover of the latest issue of Rolling Stone. Ooh, another applause. Yes. 
I didn't even know this cover was happening, but when I saw it, it just popped. Like my eyes, it, my eyes popped because they were in this all red. I, I was like, is this the Lil Nas X video part two <laughs> director's cut we haven't seen yet? <laughs> I was scrolling my timeline and I just saw people in all red. And I was like, oh, part two remix Montero. Call me by your name. Let me see what this is. Right. And it was Kaylani and Alicia Keys on the Rolling Stone cover. Now, um, if you want to get into the fits a little bit, you know what they had on. She did a little leather pants, hot red leather pants from Isabel Marant. She had the Michael Kors round toed sandals. And um, she also layered another statement piece from Michael Kors line, which was like this really dramatic furry red coat. Mm -hmm. And then Kaylani was really giving us little red riding hood with her ensemble. (laughs) She had on like this hooded red cape flowing. Um, It flowed into like a skirt. But the skirt flowed into pants, mm. which like flowed into uh, flared skirts again. It was very a very interesting piece. I don't think I've seen a piece like that uh, really ever. Mm-hmm. So um, they were giving looks on the cover. And this is interesting because it's the musicians on musicians issue. And they're doing that new series. Um, and this is the third edition of it. So the the first Two articles for musicians on musicians had Olivia Rodrigo with Alanis Morissette. And then the other one had Madonna alongside Maluma. So they're doing like a a legend with like a new legend. I think that's kind of the theme for it. And they're just talking about their careers, their music, their art and all of the above in the article. So it's really cool. Yeah, I like that. I like it's not saying that these artists are not nobody, but like you don't hear a lot about Alanis Morissette or Madonna right now. And then bringing on the new people like Maluma and Kaylani in a sense and classics like Alicia Keys. Like, I think that's dope that different artists are getting some shine right now. Right. Mm -hmm. Highlighting people. And what's really dope is I thought Kaylani's album, it was good until it wasn't, was one of the best albums of 2020, like top five. If you're asking me, Mm -hmm. I still play that album weekly rotation. So I was super, super glad to see her get that recognition. I thought that was a major moment for her. And then just to hear how Alicia Keys acknowledged her within the article, acknowledged her talent and her songwriting abilities and just her music. Because Alicia was like, I don't see you chasing anything except your truth. You had the song with like, I'm singing like Alicia. Now, if you remember that, that was on Can I on the album? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Alicia was just like, I kept rocking with you and riding with you, but I feel like the first thing that brought me to you was your energy and your individuality. Well said, Alicia, about Kaylani. She summed it up, man. Mm-hmm. That album was amazing. I will stand by that. I will, I will ride or die for that album because that was just a great album. So I was over the hills about Kalani uh, getting this cover and especially with it being with a legend like Alicia Keys. So that was fire. Yeah, exactly. Now let's get into the shenanigans and the foolishness. <laughs> 50 Cent is back at it again. He uh, is going back and forth with Lil' Kim's boyfriend currently due to some remarks he previously made about Lil' Kim. So if you remember a few months back, 50 made fun of Little Kim's outfits, one of her all white looks. He called her, he compared her to an owl (laughs) and basically was roasting her on Instagram. Little Kim's boyfriend, Mr. Papers, had issues with that. And now they've just had ongoing back and forths since then. Yeah, so the latest in this back and forth thing is 50 Cent had posted a video of Little Kim Dancing on stage, and he put side-by-side side of, like, Leprechaun from Leprechaun in the hood. <laughs> so, so that was, like, off-rip. And then he was like, for some reason, this, this just made me laugh. And so mm. um, Lil' Kim, she had her comment 
under the post being like, you're so obsessed with me and everything. And then, um, so her man, Mr. Papers, comes in and brings up the meme of when 50 Cent did that movie where he was the cancer patient, he had to lose all that weight. Mm-hmm. He was like, you lost all that weight for a movie that no one seen, no one knows the name <laughs> of it. Like Things fall apart? I think that's what it was. Oh, yeah, Wasn't something that? like that. <laughs> but, yeah, this back and forth is hilarious to me because, number one, 50 Cent, you collab with Eminem. Y'all have one of, you know, at least my favorite, you know, songs of 50s career magic stick like that's a classic Mm -hmm. um i think it's all in good fun for 50 i can't really tell if lil kim is like really offended or hurt by these things or if she's just like that's 50 man whatever right Uh, i can't tell but the husband is trying as best he can to defend her but 50 gonna 50 at the end of the day yeah at the end of the day like no matter who comes at 50's neck he's probably gonna come harder and keep going and, like, not live it down. So. <laughs> so that's just him. There's nothing you can do about it. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Block him if y'all feel a way about it at this point. Or just stop responding. Let 50 be 50. <laughs> now, of course, it is Friday. So, you know, we got to get into these new releases real quick. We got some big ones. Two two big ones that I'm actually really excited about. So there is a new So Icy Boys project from Gucci. Big brr. Okay, okay. Or, I mean, technically, who's bur- Who's the real brr now? Because, you know, Gucci used to always say brr. Right. But Pooh Shiesty refers to himself as big brr big now, brr. too. So, hmm. like, who's who's the real brr? I guess bigger brr for uh, Gucci, Yeah, maybe? Gucci's like the original brr. Yeah. And then Pooh Shiesty is, I guess, big brr now. Period. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, now that we figured that out, who else is on this lineup? Y'all also got um, Young Thug's album is out today, that punk album, which is a very big one. Yes, yes. Uh, a lot of people are excited about those that release. Still haven't heard it yet because, you know, we do, we do it a little early in the morning, the podcast. So, uh, yeah, we'll be listening to that and coming back with a full review. And also there is Pink Panthers who dropped To Hell With It. So, you know, a couple of little vibes to get into on this Friday. Mm-hmm. We will let you get to it. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Before you go, make sure you follow the podcast on all platforms, wherever you're listening right now. And subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials, like our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok at Hip Hop DX. Yes, you can follow us, too, on all platforms. I am at Asia Sky everywhere. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. And we'll see you on Monday with more daily news. Yeah.